evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is Wednesday, October 4th, 2017. We have a very special show this evening. Our guest is Jeanette Meek. We're going to patch her in in a few minutes. Um, she is a spiritual medium, and she has worked in the New England area for more than 30 years. Uh, I was contacted... Uh, I contacted her via a uh, reference from Paul Selig, who is the uh, very well-known channel, and uh, he's put together his uh, I Am The Word uh, books. I think there's four of them now, which are fantastic, and I've gone to some of the seminars, and he highly recommended Jeanette. So my wife and I had a reading with her about um, two months ago, and uh, it was very illuminating. We we're in touch with her guides and uh, got a lot of helpful information. So I invited her onto the show and I don't know if she does a lot of these shows, but I think she does great work and she does God's work. So I wanted to have her come on to guys, guys radio, because this is the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins guys, guys radio. This is our 200 and I believe it's 244th podcast. Can you believe it? And uh, we've been doing this for about three years or so now and um, it all kind of uh, blew up out of my uh, novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which launched a few years ago. And it's about two guys in advertising who are competing for love, sex, power, and money. And uh, ultimately, it's a book about New York. It's a book about advertising. It's a book about love. And it's been called The Male Successor to Sex in the City. So it's fun got a lot of sex in it but ultimately is it about it's about men and it's about love so check it out you can pick it up on amazon or any of the e-tailers it's still in some of the bookstores um i'm working on some new stuff now um and hopefully uh we'll have something to you uh in 2018 or so um let's talk a little bit about what's been going on uh in the world and then we'll bring Jeanette out uh, uh but before we do that let me just uh give you the the rest of our little commercial for our guys, guys brand. Um, my name's Robert Manny and I've been doing the show, as I mentioned, 244 podcasts and growing and growing and growing the brand. And, um, I do a weekly, uh, blog and a bunch of other stuff on my website, Robert Manny, M A N N I.com. You can catch me on Facebook, Robert Manny author, Twitter at Robert Manny, YouTube, Robert Manny author, and every podcast of guys, guys radio, uh, is on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And you could really help us out if you go to iTunes. If you like the show, if you subscribe, you get all the free downloads whenever you want, and you listen when you want, which is what people usually do with podcasts. You can rate our show, rate any of the uh, uh, individual podcasts, and you can give us a review. That would be really helpful, uh, and we'd love to hear from you. So this evening, before I bring Jeanette out, I'm going to talk a little bit about some current events. But if you want to call in during the show and maybe uh, ask Jeanette and her guides a question, let me give you the number, um, 347-945-5834, 347-945-5834. And sometimes we get some folks to uh, call in, which is great. We always like to hear from everybody. So uh, uh, give us a shout if you can. But I know so many people podcast when they want to listen to podcasts, and a lot of times that's that's after after we broadcast and tonight we're doing our show. Uh, we usually do it at 7 PM on Wednesdays. Um, but tonight we're doing it at 9 PM, a special time. And, um, so this should be fun. So let's just talk a little bit about what's going on and then I'll bring Jeanette out as I mentioned. So, um, in New York city, we're experiencing fabulous weather again. It's just like, it's like the seasons have been pushed back a little bit because we're experiencing summer weather again. It's going to be great right through the next uh, two or three days. We've got a full moon. I think it's called an Aries full moon uh, tomorrow night, but you can see that moon up. Uh, I can see it out the window right where I am in the studio right now, and it's gorgeous. So we have that. And um, here in New York City, uh, it's fall is a great time of year. The leaves turn. The weather's usually very nice, and there's a lot of activity in the city. Right now we've got uh, baseball. Last night I went to met a friend of mine, and um, – the Yankees uh, wild card game was on and I couldn't believe the energy in this uh, it was a big bar downtown in the financial district. And it, uh, people were screaming and yelling uh, for the Yankees. And it's uh, the energy. I haven't heard that in a while for 
a baseball game and also here in New York for the Yankees. It's been a Mets town for the last couple of years, but people were really pumped up and the Yankees uh, fell behind three, nothing. And then they caught up and then they won the game eight to four and they'll be starting a series against the Cleveland Indians who had the best record in baseball this year. They won 22 in a row and that begins this Thursday. So we'll see how that turns out elsewhere. We've got uh, NHL hockey starts tonight. We've got, uh, basketball coming up and uh, the New York Jets somehow are two and two. And while the New York Giants, who are supposedly a Super Bowl contender, they've lost their first four games, very close games. But nonetheless, they're 0 and 4. So it's been a crazy sports season. Uh, and you've got, you know, once you got baseball, you got football, you got basketball and you've got hockey all going on at the same time. So really pulling us into that uh, fall season. Uh, elsewhere, uh, you know, the big current events, uh, we've had the tragedy in Las Vegas, yet another shooting tragedy. And I, I don't understand really what, what happened there and what the motive was and how this all happened. Just something feels odd about the whole thing. I just, I don't quite get it. Um, so we'll see because the mainstream news, they, they give you the narrative that they're going to give you. Um, it's just such an odd thing. Like what, what's this guy's motive? what's with all these guns and everything? How did he manage to pull all of this off? It's just, just bizarre. And of course he, he committed suicide supposedly. So we don't even know. We'll never hear from him. So it's just weird. I don't, I don't know what the heck's going on. Maybe the guys can provide some uh, insight as to what's going on in this crazy world of ours right now. We also had our, uh, this whole situation with Puerto Rico and our president going down there and the back and forth and the, him tossing out paper towels to people the other day. It's just like, uh, I think everybody in this country is so exhausted, whether you voted for Donald Trump or not. It's just been it, having him as president. I don't care if you like him or not. It's been exhausting with this guy. And it doesn't seem like he makes any friends at all. He's battles with the people in his cabinet. He battles with our allies. He battles with the other countries around the world. He battles with the Republicans. He battles with the Democrats. Uh, it doesn't even seem like his wife is that into him. And uh, it seems like the only people he likes are his daughter, Kushner, and Vladimir Putin. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens as we move forward. So let's, uh, let me get ready to bring our guest on. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back uh, in one minute. Okay, we're back. Let's get the show going. So as I mentioned, our special guest tonight, I don't know if you've ever worked with a channel, a spiritual medium or a channel, but it's fascinating. And our guest is Jeanette uh, Meek, and she's been doing this for you know over three decades. Uh, she's uh, been teaching spiritual unfoldment classes, uh, which are channeled from Ascended Masters and Teachers and Guides. She, her work as a psychic has been featured in the six-week television documentary, Dispelling the Psychic Myth. She's a uh, what I would consider a lovely person, and I'm really thrilled to have her on our show because this, I think, just by my correspondence with her, this is a little bit kind of new stuff for her. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to start out and talk a little bit about some of the basics, uh, you know, what, what psychics are, what's a medium, what's a channel, and how that all works. And then we'll just take things from there. Uh, Jeanette's going to tune in her guides, and uh, we're just going to free flow tonight and see how it goes. So let me bring her on right now and say... Good evening, and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Jeanette Meek, how are you, Jeanette? I'm fine, thanks. How are you, Robert? I'm very good, very good. And I'm so pleased that uh, you're on uh, Guys Guys Radio, and I'm so pleased that we managed to get all the technical stuff set up for you so it, it worked. I know it's a little bit tricky and daunting, but actually probably pretty simple. So uh, I'm glad you're here. And uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, very excited to be here. I'm glad that you invited me in. Oh no! Well, uh, I, 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 uh, my wife and I have discussed, you know, our uh, our uh, sessions with you, and we really got a lot out of it. So we thank you, and we thank the guides, and gave us a lot to think about because, uh, you know, the guides really—it's uh, almost like oracles. They kind of point out things, and then you have to do things on your own. So uh, I, I've been doing a lot of thinking based on our conversation and uh, working with your guides, and so is my wife, and we're very pleased. So thank you for that, and thank them. Um, and I, and I hope they're here. And is there any way we can get them kind of tuned in through you? Oh, they're always tuned in through me. <laughs> they're right here. They're standing here. They're all ready for conversation. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's start with, like, how? what was your 
what was the tipping point with you, Jeanette? How did you become um, in contact with your guides? And in your mind uh, and heart and uh, consciousness, who, who are these guides, actually, for the benefit of our listeners? Well, well uh, do we have enough time for all that? <laughs> we have all the time <laughs> I, you want. I have never not known a time when I have not been in contact with spirit. And I mm-hmm. did not know that that was special or different or any of the above. I assumed everybody else was that way, too. Wow. And come to find out everybody is that way also. It's just they don't recognize, they just don't recognize the connection. Mm-hmm. And that's the simplicity of it. That's the simplicity of it. But uh, uh, to answer your question, how did I bump into this as, I don't know, a life challenge, a life career or whatever, is that Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter decided that I needed new friends. So she brought the new neighbor that came into the village to, you know, to home to have coffee with her mother. And so we made, we did, we made friends. But she came to me this day and she said, I'm going for a reading tomorrow. Would you like to come with me? And I said, a reading? What kind of reading? She says, a spiritual reading. I says, you mean she's going to read out of the Bible? And she mm-hmm. says, no, she, she's a medium. <laughs> I says, well, I'm a small. What does that mean? And so <laughs> she says, no, she talks to your departed loved ones. I says, you mean she talks to the dead? Mm-hmm. And she says, well, yeah, I guess. So she says, well, do you want to come or don't you? Well, I was on the fence about that because I'd always spoken to my departed loved ones and my spirit guides. So I was curious to see how somebody else could do this. And uh, so I said, yeah, okay, I'll go. And so we went off to the Temple of Light, which I did not realize was a spiritualist church. And the woman she was going to see was a spiritual um, uh, reverend. She She was a reverend and a spiritual medium. And so we entered into her place where she was doing her readings. And as soon as we came around the corner, she stopped reading. This woman stopped reading. Her name is Bertha Murtha. And um, when I heard that name, of course, I had to go because my curiosity was up whether that was her real name or right. you know, a stage name or what. But it turns out that in uh, early 1920, uh, Bertha was a hostess at, um, um, you know, for the military men. I can't think what you call it. And Thomas Murtha caught her eye, or she he caught, you know, she caught his mm-hmm. eye either way. And she said, oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to fall in love with him because if I get married, I'll be Bertha Murtha, and I don't want that. <laughs> so, as the story ends right there, he did. They got married. So anyway, she stopped her reading, and she watched me walk across the room. And the room was a very large room. And it was very embarrassing because I thought that I had disturbed something, you know. And so I put my my item on the table, and it was my mother's watch that I had put on the table. And she Mm -hmm. had passed away. And I I used that because I figured if she's on the up and up, she'll know it belongs to somebody who's passed away. Right. And, uh, you know, because I didn't know what I was going to be in there for. Anyway. How old were you at the time? I was uh, 29 at the time. Okay. And so she says, don't worry, dear. I'll do your reading soon. And I said, okay. I was not worried. Hmm. But to make a long story short, she she finally got to my reading. She told me a couple of things. She told me that I'd been married twice. So far, I've been married to the same man for 50 years, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he was married twice. Okay. okay. And she told me my daughter would be married twice, and so far, they're all stable. And a few, that's about it. You know, she was talking to five or ten minutes to the other people, and for me, she, you know, two minutes, and that was it. And so she said, we have classes here on Tuesday night. You be here. And I said, well, I'll consider it. She says, yeah, you can consider it all you want, but you be here. And that's how it all started. I went on Tuesday wow. night for classes, and I've been going ever since. Yeah. Now, and she then, must uh, have uh, 
sense something in you uh, through your vibration she, or frequency? She said to me, I like you. You have a blue aura. And I had no idea what that meant. Mm-hmm. It means that I communicate with spirit. That's what a blue aura uh, means. Okay, okay. I'm filled with chills over here. So she must be stepping in too. But So uh, now... Yeah. Yeah. T- tell us a little bit about you know this the you, the group of guides that you uh, work with and communicate with are they um, did they have they revealed to you told you like where where they're from or are have they ever been human or um, uh, you know things like that uh, like w- their their origins and w- their purpose etc and why they hey. uh, communicate through you. They are members of the White Brotherhood. For people who don't know what the White Brotherhood is, the, the, it's a division. It, it, it's a group of ascended masters, Jesus, Mohammed, uh, Melchizedek, and uh, all those big names that we know. And the White Brotherhood extends through the entire universe. They did not name themselves. We named them. That, we gave them that name when we were here. Some people think they're white supremacist groups, but they're not. Uh, <laughs> And um, they they include men and women and of all races, creeds, vibrations, religions, etc. And um, I stumbled into them while I was doing a class. Uh, I was doing a regular unfoldment class, and this particular night uh, we were, we went through our routine. And all of a sudden, this booming voice came out of me. And when I say booming, it made the walls shake. It said, the voice said, we are here, we are here, we are here. We come to teach, we come to guide. We come to teach all secrets of the light. Is there a question? And boom, that was it. That was it. That's when it all started. And uh, I have received some of their names and... uh, but they're also in a lot of divisions. I, I work with a couple of divisions. One of the divisions I have worked with is called the Golden Feather. And they were introduced to me through a campfire. And I love to watch the um, the embers of a fire burn down. And I mm-hmm. see all types of shapes in there. And this particular night, it was a picture of a, a pyramid and then it turned into the Sphinx as it burned down. And then all of a sudden, it turned into a golden feather, an absolute golden feather. I could see wow. the spine of it. I could see all the hairs on it, a whole nine yards. And it was like uh, three weeks after I came back from that camping trip, it, uh, they announced themselves that night in class. And then... A couple of weeks later, as I was doing channel writings, you know, on paper, uh, yes. they they signed it as the golden feather. The golden feather. Wow. So, now, do yeah. you um, are you in communication with them like every day? Do you kind of call them up? Uh, do they just show oh, up, or how does how does it work they for you? Around me all the time. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Um, they come in. I do classes twice a week, so. Mm-hmm. Um, they're here, you know, they're always here for class, always. They're here right now. And they're smiling at me. They give me a thumbs up. Well, thank, thank them. I, th- yeah. I thank them for being uh, uh, gracing our radio podcast. Thank you. Yeah. They say you're welcome. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, but they're ready to work. If you have a question, they're willing to answer. Yeah, they don't uh... do so much questions about the... Um, uh, things that are going on in, in the um, in the transition that's going. You know, you talked about Donald Trump and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just part of all the transition. But they are educators. They're educators. So anything well, that's uh, troubling you about your spiritual journey, now it's time to ask it. Okay. Well, let's let's maybe let's start with this. I've been watching. Um, I watch a lot of Gaia TV. It's a cable channel, and I, they do a lot of. Uh, a, a lot. There's uh, one of the hosts who does cosmic disclosure, and there's a lot of things. It's about aliens and ETs, and you know the history of the planet Earth, and how there's so much there that we really don't know about. But one of the things that they are constantly talking about is this thing called a. Uh, they say there's going to be an event like what's called a solar flash, some kind of burst from the sun that's going to be an ascension type of event on the planet. 
Have your guides uh-huh. mentioned anything about that to you at all? This is a natural phenomenon that happens throughout the universe. And right. believe it or not, but that, that, that burst of um, uh, that, so that flare that's going to happen is, well, it takes a, a lot of uh, talking to get to where we're going to go. Uh, all the time throughout the universe, the universe is a moving, living uh, organism that makes transition and makes um, uh, chasmoclitic movement all the time. And that central sun that, this, that they're talking about, it actually absorbs in planets that are all worn out. And then there's a new one that comes out. You know, it's, it explodes it, and there's a new one that it takes its place all the time, all the time. It's just your technology is getting so much better now that you're able to track that and see things that happen that have been happening forever, for millennia of time. And that's what it's all about, um, that there, there's big changes that are happening not only in your planetary system, but in the rest of the planetary systems that are all around. And is this question? a good well, is this a good thing for uh, mankind? I, I, what I've heard and read about is that the, this type of event is going to uh, raise the consciousness of those who are ready to have their consciousness raised. And for those who aren't, um, they are going to be kind of taken someplace else. Uh, and then the, the way we live on this planet is going to be, uh, it's going to be some trial and tribulation, but ultimately it will be better. But it sounds like there'll be some unrest <laughs> along the way. We don't know that it'll be better, but we know it'll be different. Mm-hmm. It'll be very different. And yes, those who are ready for the transition, those who are doing their work to become more spiritually orientated or, or spiritually minded and allowing themselves to evolve in a natural way rather than a forced way, it will be better for them. Yes, very different. Good. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that, and uh, when we spoke, uh, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on myself on our broadcast for our, because it's for our listeners, but um, the guides had mentioned that, you know, I was like an octopus. I had my hands in a lot of different things, and I do all, all part of my brand. And, you know, since that time, I've kind of stopped. I haven't done, like, anything really different because I'm like, well, should I do this one? Should I do that? Should I do the focus on the radio? Should I write another book? Should I write a fiction book? Should I write a nonfiction book? And I did some meditations uh, a couple last week, and I asked, I asked uh, my uh, guides and angels, and I said, you know, give me a sign as to um, what I should be doing with this. Uh, I have this nonfiction book. I want to write about helping. I think there's a lot of people, particularly men, who – want to raise their consciousness but don't know how and maybe they don't have the time or the wherewithal to do it so they end up basically putting band-aids on just their current lifestyle and situation so they're not doing that much and I thought well maybe I can help out with that and I had this idea for a book about how to do that and then I did my meditation and um, I was kind of told that you know there's something that has to change in what you're thinking about and I went up, all of a sudden, I ended up, I go to the Strand Bookstore, and I was looking for this book by this guy, Dan Millman, who wrote The Life of the Peaceful Warrior. And he had another mm-hmm. book, and I was uh, looking on the shelf, and all of a sudden, I see this other book. And his other book was almost exactly the book I wanted to write, that I want to write. And it totally blew my mind. So I, I bought the book, I brought it home, I showed my wife, and she said, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Read the book and figure out what was not done in that book. And it was done 20 years ago. You can do kind of what that book's leaning towards now and do it in your own way and do it in a different way. So I would ask your guides, is this something for me? Um, yes, of course. If you believe in it, then it's, then it's good. Uh, um, you know, what you need to do is to read that book and she's exactly right. She's exactly right. But read it the proper way. And people don't know how to use metaphysics. They really don't. The first thing you do is you just read it for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. And I, what I mean by that is just read it. Right. Don't, don't sit and, and labor over an idea or thought or, you know, whatever. The second time you go back, and trust me, 
um, leave some time in between, okay? Mm-hmm. And take note of when something you read is happening in the, rea- in the reality of your life. When you notice something that, that's corresponding to something you read, write about what happened, not about what you read, if you want to Got it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and just keep writing and writing and writing about it. And then the third, you can read it a third time if you want to. Uh, the third time, correlate what you noticed with the, with the material that you read. That, that's the proper way to use metaphysical uh, read, you know, materials. But yes, once you, you read it and, and, and then you start correlating what you've been attracted to based on what you read, that's what's going to fill in the gaps and create a new manuscript for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause it's interesting right. because you, you know, I was looking for a sign and I asked my angels, I said, give me a sign. Cause I'm trying to, well, I'm working on developing a more clear relationship with them. And I lit a candle and I did a meditation to Archangel mm-hmm. Michael, Gabriel, Uriel and Sephiel. And I said, I need a sign. And, um, Sure enough, I ended up at the bookstore buying this book, but initially it really bummed me out because in a way it was like, this is the book I want to write, but somebody else has done it. And it kind of shut me down. And then my wife spurred me on. She said, no, this is a really good thing. Do it, read the book and then figure it out from there. But it's not a bad thing. And then I thought about it and like, you know what? There's not really that many new, new ideas. It's really how you kind of spin things. And if it's an issue, that book might've come out too early. And I really think that, um, Today's men, particularly, I think people in general, but particularly today's men, they are so busy and they have defined themselves through um, their wallet and their job title that um, a lot of them are looking for something else. And they're having a hard time um, uh, dealing with knowing who they are and what they are and how they serve and how to do things like connect with their frequency, raise their consciousness, et cetera. So I, I actually believe that there is a need need for this. It's one of these ideas that maybe it's a little ahead of its time, and maybe it's not. I don't know. But it's something I really uh, feel strongly about. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't really ahead of its time because it opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it left them hanging because then they didn't know what to do next. People didn't yes. know what to do next, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, just to help uh, our listeners out, the difference is I think a lot of people get hung up when they're thinking about um, working with spiritual people. Like the difference between, uh, and I know you do teaching, so I'm sure this will be an easy one for you, difference between a psychic, a medium, and a channel, because I think people get hung up on that. They're not sure where to go or how to work with the different types of people who work it with the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A psychic is somebody who works in the material realm, in the, uh, you know, earthly vibrations. A psychic, uh, first of all, everybody is psychic. Psychic is your sixth sense. It's just a matter of paying attention to it. But when you go to a psychic, what the psychic is doing is working with you and extracting the information from your aura. There's no third mm-hmm. person involved in it, okay? okay? Okay. And the psychic pretty much tells you what you already would like to hear. Once in a while, they, you know, sometimes it's bad news, but it's what you need to hear because you're carrying it there with you. Um, mm-hmm. And other times it's good news. And sometimes it's such good news that people don't believe it because it's exactly what they're thinking about. But that's what a psychic does. A medium is someone who connects with you and your guides and uh their guides and your guides confer to give information to you that's tailor-made just for you. And it can be on a lot of subjects and not just any one particular subject. And also there's, there's another type of medium that brings through messages from your loved ones. So there's different levels of mediumship. I am, I am, my mediumship has always revolved around teaching, always. And um, uh, but I used to do that type of work where I bring through people's loved ones also. So, mm-hmm. but a channel, a channel is someone who is psychic, but they also just can zoom right past mediumship and connect to a very high level. 
And then they're, they're, what they're doing is they're acting as a telephone uh, or mm-hmm. a radio, perhaps, and they're just bringing through the information that, that's right there, you know, with the, the higher guides and the higher teachers. I think of Paul, uh, Paul right. Kelly, mm-hmm. and that's what he does. He, he zooms right up there, right up there. And, um, uh, how did you meet Paul? Because um, just a quick story. Uh, I was, in a, was with my wife and we went to this little uh, bookstore, this kind of new age bookstore on Fifth Avenue and 14th Street in the city. She was looking yeah. for some stones and stuff. And I was looking at the books and I saw this book, I Am the Word, right when it came out. Right. Like it, was a, it had just come out. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. interesting. And I picked it up and I took it home and I read it. And I really quite didn't get it and I read it again and then I actually read it a third time which I rarely do and I'm like I got it I understand what this is all about and then I looked him up and then uh, I went to one of his uh, workshops and then I went to another one and then my wife and I went to a two-day weekend workshop we had fasted for about three weeks or so and then we went to this workshop and uh, afterwards um, well we had wanted to have a child and um we had a lovely weekend after we went to the workshop and then sure enough about, you know, within the proper amount of time, my wife was pregnant and we have a beautiful four-year-old son. And, um, I I really believe that our channel, if you will, was so clear that it was easy because I'm older and she's a little bit older, uh, was easy to have, uh, a, a child and easy to have a natural childbirth and, easy to have a healthy child also. And we're, we're thrilled. And I really relate a lot of it to a, the spiritual experience of uh, going to one of Paul's workshops. So I'm sorry about the long story, but how did you no, connect no. with him? Cause I think he's a very special, he's in a special place right now, carrying on his message and it's growing and it's growing and it's growing. And for him to recommend you, that was all I needed to hear. And that's why we mm-hmm. kind of looked you up. And that's why I wanted to bring you out to our audience for guys, guys radio. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, uh, believe it or not, I met him online. He used to open up uh, um, a, a chat room called Guided Readings, and that was back in 2008. Wow. And I stepped, I went into his chat room, and he imme- he immediately connected with me. He was reading for somebody else, and he stopped and started a conversation with me. And so uh, he asked if I had a question, and I did. I asked him a question. He gave me the answer. And I said, well, can I return the favor? And he says, yeah, sure. <laughs> so he asked me a question and said, um, uh, why is it that when I'm doing my healing work, I see things in a mirror image? And Spirit put an answer out there. I don't remember what it was. I really don't because I didn't work for it. Or, you know, I just gave it to him. But then when I went back to read it, I wasn't happy with it. So I wrote him a letter and gave him a more um, um, complete uh, letter, uh, information, and a spirit channeled it through me. And so uh, when he came on the next night, he had already put me, I guess, on his buddy list or something. I don't really know because he sent me an an IM. And Mm -hmm. uh, he said, thank you for the letter. And I said, well, you're welcome. He says, but I'm not looking for a mentor or a teacher. And I said, well, I'm not offering. I just wanted to answer the question. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and we talk almost every night now. Really? So, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's, it is. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Apparently, he has like yet another book has come through the guides. And, you know, I've, I've found with his books, and I'm sure you've read them, is that each, each – it's like when you play chess or you play golf or you ski – the more you work with the, uh, the word, if you will, um, mm-hmm. it opens up, it blossoms and it becomes easier and yet it becomes broader and more interesting. And each book has gotten to me um, more and more easy to read and comprehend and easy to put into, uh, uh, into action, if you will, in my day to day life. I just think he's doing, you know, incredible, incredible work and uh, oh, a very yes, nice man yes. also. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Um, let me ask you, my wife had a question for you. So I want to ask you that she yeah. said, you talk about, uh, I know in your teachings, cause you're a teacher, um, that, uh, one of the things we need to do is work with the, the keeper of the threshold 
or the doorkeeper, mm-hmm. as uh, I've heard it's called. And um, mm-hmm. so I've been asking, you know, on a daily basis, you know, for my doorkeeper, my keeper of the threshold, kind of open the channel up for me so I can uh, choose to experience the type of things I want to experience. And I, f- I feel I'm making the connection here. But she said, and she's, she's pretty, she's highly, as you know, spiritually attuned. And she said, how do you know um, when you're really connecting with your doorkeeper, keeper of the threshold, or if it's a lower level entity who's you know, kind oh of being a little bit of a trickster. Yeah. She's um, even shut know, down Archangel. She even uh, shut down Archangel Michael. She said, I just didn't, I didn't know the imagery with the swords and all that. That's not for me because he came to yeah. me first. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, he, he's, yeah, you but know, that's, that's okay. That's no, that's okay. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you think it's bogus, that's fine. If you think it's a bogus spirit, you just don't deal with it till you learn better, and that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lower entity can copy themselves into looking like somebody who's highly evolved, but mm-hmm. they will always have a flaw. They will have a flaw of some sort. And the first thing you notice is the flaw. And if there's a flaw on that person, he's just not a highly evolved guy. You either see it, you hear it in their voice, or you you um, just feel it, you know, or you be attracted mm-hmm. to one part of their body without understanding why. I mean, that, that, that part of their body is just um, highlighted so much that you can't stop looking at it. And that's a bogus spirit. That, that's a lower entity. It's a lower entity. And you can also tell by their... Um, uh, the color of their aura. When a highly evolved spirit comes in, mm-hmm. uh, they come in in a white aura, okay? And if they're going to manifest for you in any way at all, they'll, they'll always say, be not afraid. And that, okay. that's the tell right there is be not afraid or, um, um, you know, something. Uh, uh, but anyway, even when they speak, even though they're speaking those words, then you just know. But the other thing is when they show up like that, just ask, do you come in the divine white light of God? That is a universal command that everybody respects. Okay? Some will try not to respect it, but you also know that that's what they're doing. And you just ask your regular guides to come and remove that spirit from your, your presence. And they will come in and do it. They will come in and do it. Years ago, uh, I had a... Go ahead. Please, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Years ago, I had a problem. Uh, uh, The gypsies were trying to put me out of business. So they sent me a a spirit, a lower guide. It was dressed like a doctor. He had a a mask on and a little hat Mm -hmm. on. And all I could see was his eyes through his glasses. And he had a scalpel in his hand. And I started to laugh at him. And I said, what do you think you're going to do with that? Because I'm asking my guides to come and get him. And they each took him by an elbow and just caught him away. And he said, this was not supposed to happen. But it wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's all. that's all. And laugh. Laugh. That's another thing. When you laugh, evil or lower vibrations don't know what to do with laughter. They just don't. So really? it breaks it all up. Yeah, that's all. Okay. That's the first thing they teach a priest that's studying exorcism is to laugh. What, is, what are your thoughts and your guide's thoughts on things like uh, runes or uh, talisman and things like that? Well, they all work for, off the subconscious mind, which is the psychic mind, which is very mm-hmm. good. And it can open up a doorway for you. It, it really can't, you know, to a higher spiritual understanding. So, yeah. And the more you practice with them, um, the easier it becomes to um, facilitate a reading. Yeah, and I then, agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I ordered this uh, talisman from a good place and everything, and I saged it, and then I worked with it a little bit, and I noticed, like, it was... It wasn't giving me, like, I said, you know, show me yes, and it would show me yes, and show me no, and it would show me the same thing. And then I, I, I said, are you here for my highest good, uh, or are you a trickster? And then it stopped. 
moving and then uh-huh. I started over. I said, you have to leave. And I, mm-hmm. and I did that a couple of times. And then each time I worked with it after that, it became more and more uh, aligned with me. And I found it mm-hmm. actually, I don't use it much, but the talisman is actually uh, very helpful. And uh, the other uh, last week or uh, two weeks ago, I had a guest, uh, Barry Eaton uh, from Australia on. And he, uh, he, his most recent book, he does a lot of past life regressions, but his most recent book was about um, his battle with uh, cancer. And um, one of the things he used, he mentioned in his book uh, repeatedly were runes. I'm like, well, what are runes really? Cause talk to our audience about that. And he gave the explanation and, the, and I went and I picked some up. I got the book on runes and I picked up a bag of runes and I started working with them. And I, they're just fascinating. I just was wondering with you know, what your thoughts and the guy's thoughts are, are on those. I, I guess, uh, as you said there, you know, you can make them work for you, but um, how do you make sure that you're getting a, you know, a good reading accurate? Um, well, if you're reading for yourself, you know what, you know, what's baloney and what's not baloney. Yeah. I mean, just mm-hmm. know. Um, but, and if you're reading for somebody else, then it's just, it's good exercise, but it also, you know, it isn't the, the rooms that that give you the information. It is, it doesn't work that way. It's your focus to the runes that allows you to focus on the vibration of the work, person you're working for that brings mm-hmm. forth the information. You know, it's uh, it. it's like cards, the tarot cards. Mm-hmm. The, the the client the tarot cards are great. Even the regular deck of playing cards, cards are great. Because they can't lie. And when you hand them to your client, the client shuffles the story right in there. Absolutely. It all comes from their subconscious mind. It lines, Even though there's 78 cards or 72 cards to a tarot deck or 52 cards to a deck of cards, they shuffle the story right in there. And all the reader's doing is turning cards over one after the other and telling you exactly what you what they're telling the client exactly what the client put in there for them to read and pick up on. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all good exercise. It's all good exercise. As long as you keep them clear, you know, of uh, lower vibration and stuff. You don't want right. to play poker with a deck of cards and then pick them up and start reading them. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, for the everyday person, a lot of the people that I have referred to who want to kind of work with their frequency and their awareness and they, they want to kind of, you know, make a spiritual connection. What are, what are some of the best ways for people to kind of uh, get started? A notebook. Because as you say, everybody is everybody's psychic. So, and I know you teach, so I'm going to let you have the floor here and just talk to us a little bit about how the everyday person can kind of get started. Psychic ability and psychic phenomena is not anything new to anybody. And it, it, because it happens so frequently around you that you bec- it becomes mundane for everybody. So to develop your abilities to the point where you're actually realizing it and connecting it, carry a notebook with you, a notebook. That's, it's as simple as that. If you see something that you think is a spiritual uh, phenomena, uh, you know, like a feather. There are mm-hmm. feathers everywhere. Yes. Birds lose feathers all the time. But, you know, you see that pristine feather that's Mm -hmm. beautiful and clean and, you know, pick it up because it's it's a message from spirit somehow. Birds, feathers that come out of birds are not pristine. They're broken, they're dirty, the hairs Mm -hmm. are all matted up in the whole nine yards. You see a penny penny on the ground, pick it up. You know what it says on the penny? In God we trust. God we trust, right. And, and, yeah, well, that is a message that is important to everybody because that's where it all comes from, in God we trust. Um, you know, you, you get a phone call, and, and before you even pick it up, you know who's calling. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Write it down. It's something that you're noticing. It's something that uh, uh, is right there. And when you pick up a book uh, that you read, a metaphysical book, and you notice anything that's even remotely close to what you read in the book, write it down, write it down, write it down. Thoughts are things is the law, and asking you shall receive. So as you're reading a metaphysical book and you say, gee, I wish that would happen to me, 
And the next day it does, you know. Write it down. It's confirmation of asking you shall receive. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah. When you keep no. a notebook, your notebook mm-hmm. is your personal textbook all about you. Okay. Now, you had mentioned to that during my reading. So, no, I want you to, uh, um, so for people, a lot of people have trouble, um, you know, everybody's into manifesting, people who read the spirit and all of that, and they kind of like wish for things and imagine they have it. And I'm always under the impression that it's really more, they're trying too hard. And I think I, I, and they focus on the outcome and uh, the way they want it. And I think Mm -hmm. I've been guilty of that as most people have and i it seems to me and correct me and guys help me out with this that getting in alignment with your truth if you will is much more important than trying to muscle your you know your dreams through into manifestation because if you can get in alignment with your truth the things that you want to happen uh, should happen a lot easier it's not as hard work is that does that make sense jeanette yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense. But, you know, they hate to disappoint people, but your life is what you have manifested for yourself. Everybody manifests their own life. So manifestation is not something new. It is something you've been doing all your life. And, yes, there can be some uh, rotten apples that come into your life, but that's for learning. That's for learning. Mm-hmm. So spiritual involvement is all about learning how to bring in the good and keep the lowest stuff out. That's what it's all about. And asking for things, yes, you should never limit the way it's supposed to come. Uh, Mm -hmm. You ask for it, you know, they say, be careful what you ask for because you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. You you know, and and the other thing is thoughts are things, but the word spoken is the strongest word of all. And that's what you manifest with is your words. So when you get angry with somebody... Mm-hmm. You know, and you're saying things that maybe are not kind or something like that. What you're doing is you're giving permission for something like that to befall you as well. Do unto mm-hmm. others as you would have them done to you. All these, right. all these laws that you know religion has brought forth, they're not quite the way religion presents them. They're just not. But mm-hmm. when you read. When you read uh, the whole story in the book, the, the Bible is the best metaphysical book you're ever going to read. It's all about change. It's all about coming from the lower to the higher. It, it's uh, transitional, uh, the whole thing. But that's when you read it one book at a time. Bible simply means a collection of books. Okay. But uh, religion tries to mold them all together and make a sermon out of it. And it doesn't quite right. work the same way, you know. Yeah. Okay. Now we have a actually as a caller. Would you be open to taking a call sure. for somebody with the guys? Okay. Let me yeah. put the caller on. It's from you're from the eight four five area code. I'm going to ask when you get on the air. Tell us your name and what your question is for Jeanette, please. Good evening. Welcome hi. to Guys Guys Radio. Hi. 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 <laughs> hi. Um. Thank you for taking my call. My name is Kathy, and hi, Kathy. I was. Yes, thank you. I um I love the name of your show, by the way. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, I was wondering if you see. I feel like you kind of answered my question and what you were saying of not getting too held up in the outcome. But I'll ask, and I don't know. Maybe you could give me some guidance on it. Um, I was wondering if this person will invest in my um idea in my uh work. Um, I spoke to him today. Um, his name begins with the letter F. I was wondering mm-hmm. if you see that coming to fruition. I see a lot of discussion that's going to happen around it. You open the door to a conversation that's going to be happening, um, let's say today's Wednesday, maybe by Friday or Monday. Um, I see that there's a lot more discussion that's going to happen before he does decide to invest, but I think the outcome will be he will invest. Oh, wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Guys Guys Radio. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Blessings to you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, well, that was an easy one, Jeanette. So yeah, let's, let's, let's keep going. Um, 
tomorrow is going to be a what they call an Aries full moon. I don't know exactly what that means. Uh, does do you, do you uh, is there any significance with the you know, the moon, the the guys? What's their feelings on that full moon? And it, uh, oh, Aries, Aries is you know it, it's about communication. It's about communication. Mm-hmm. They're saying, and so uh, it's just a time to be open in your conversation. And people will find things that are flying out of their mouth that they really didn't intend to say, but it will start a conversation, not necessarily an argument or a disagreement, but, you know, it will start a conversation that they hadn't thought it was time to get into. It's very interesting the way they're showing this to me. So, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. A lot of truth is going to come out in advertising and stuff like that. People will be saying things that they don't intend to say. It's mm-hmm. funny. It's funny. Yeah. But uh, that's all I get about it. Yeah. I don't know what the okay. uh, Aries moon is. Um, let me uh, let me ask you one more question on my own behalf sure. for the guides because after uh, and I hope it's a it, it helps our listeners because kind of yeah, this is exactly. how you kind of work with mediums. So uh, what Jeanette mentioned and the guides told me, you know, you're like an octopus. You're all over the place. Pick one thing yeah. and focus on it. And after, you know, about a week after we had the reading, I actually got sick. I got pneumonia. I didn't even know I had it for about three weeks. And I got very sick for about uh, 10 days or so. And now I'm all better. And I asked for uh I asked for direction, and uh, what I got was go back to New York, go to the doctor, and do what they say, and which is exactly what I did, and I, I got better. And I'm wondering is, you know, and since then, I really haven't, I've started, you know, writing things down, as you had mentioned to me, and I've been wrestling with, what should I write a novel, because I feel strongly about that? Should I just focus on the radio podcast, get a sponsor there? Should I do this nonfiction book that I feel very passionate about? I've got this TV thing that's out to some people. I've got a screenplay. And I've, I, I've been kind of uh, running in place, I felt, I've felt like yeah. since then. And I, my question okay. is to the guy, was this uh, getting pneumonia, was that a message to me, or was that just a random uh, bacteria I picked up? And it, I need a little bit of... Uh, guidance, if you will, as to my next step, because I've been a little bit um, off my game, if you will, since, uh, mm-hmm. since our reading, frankly. I, instead of, I, I haven't really um, uh, crystallized what I need to be doing to myself. I know nobody else mm-hmm. can tell me what to do. I have to create it. But I, I've been kind of, instead of becoming one-minded and focused on one thing, I've, becoming, I've grown more tentacles as an octopus. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, what they mean is, you know, focus to yourself. Focus to yourself. You've got your tentacles into all these different things, and you're trying to mix um, uh, different um, processes of development to make a new one. You know, uh, the thing is that you should be focusing on yourself, focusing on what you do best. What's your talent? Your talent is to bring people together, obviously, mm-hmm. through the books or through uh, the pod, you know, the, the podcasts, etc. So mm-hmm. your talent is to bring people together. What would you like to bring them together to meet? You know, where would you like to bring them together to meet the like-minded people? You know, and when mm-hmm. you focus yourself to one, uh, um, one skill, shall we say? You open up all the others, and they all come together, and they all uh, they make a whole package. Is what they do. They make a whole package. But when you when you you're scattered like that, you're um, you're developing chapters that don't coincide with the others. Mm-hmm. So they're all kind of like individual books, so to say. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 So, and the reason you got pneumonia was to give you time to slow down and think. And they also directed you where to get your, you know, how to get well again. So they weren't yes. stranded. They were, mm-hmm. they were just giving you a little time to think about what you needed to do and how you needed to do it, you know. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting. Thank you very much, and thank you, guys. I think that makes perfect sense, and I appreciate it. You know, when I was uh, – I was really, I was coughing, I had fever, and I was sweating at night, and I, like, I was coughing so much, I had a headache, and I actually was running one day, and I ran eight miles, I had pneumonia, I didn't know it, and I tripped at the wow. end of my run, 
and then I went for a swim in the ocean and I got out and I was cold and then I started to realize there's something really wrong and I asked for guidance and just what I learned which uh, this is for our listeners is that you know at least for me I didn't get something that was so super clear to me that said you know it wasn't like I saw the words but something inside I just knew it said Go back to New York, go to the doctor, and do what they say. And it wasn't that I got those words. It was just I knew that I was getting that message. And, I, and help, help me out in articulating this, Jeanette and, and guides. Isn't that how it usually works where it's not like you get a big neon sign? You have to kind of go inside and allow your feelings and your intuition and your gut instincts to uh, lead you to some of your decisions. It's not like the guides are going to hand you a piece of paper and say, here's your answer, but you're going to get help. But you have to be available to see the signs and what the help is. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what meditation does for you. It helps Mm -hmm. you to become more attuned to that guidance. Well, somehow, I'm still on the air here. Somehow we lost Jeanette because I noticed her number is no longer uh, no longer on the screen here. So uh, I was actually going to wrap up our uh, our show, but let's see if she calls back. So we're going to stay on a few minutes and see if we can get Jeanette back. Um, somehow we lost her, and I hope I didn't click on something. So anyhow, it's been fantastic with her. So. Let me, uh, I'm going to send her an email while we're talking here. Uh, I'm just going to ask her to call back um, because we got cut off there. Say call back. We were cut off. And then we'll uh, just take it from there and we'll wrap up the show. Because I just want to thank Jeanette and the guys because she's been fantastic. But in the interim, while we're waiting, what I usually do is... Uh, to wrap the show, I do our Guys, Guys, Guide, and uh, that's a special segment I do every week, and it's basically a, a preview of uh, my upcoming blog post on my website, robertmanny.com. And um, the, this week, uh, I'm writing about the Guys, Guys, Guide to Aging. I was thinking about some of the things that happened, but we've got Jeanette back. Oh, and we just lost her again. She was back for a second. We lost her again. Call back, Jeanette, if you can. I want to. I just want to have you come back to... Thank you and thank the guides. But um, let me just take a quick, very quick break, and then we'll come right back. Uh, hopefully, with, oh, she's back. Let me let me get her. Jeanette, we lost you there. You're back. Thank you. Well, here I am. I'm like a bad penny. Can't get rid of me. Well, you know, no, well, I'm glad you came back because uh, the show, you know, we're getting ready to wrap the show, but I want to give you the opportunity. First of all, I want to thank you and the guides for being so kind and generous and gracious. And um, also, I wanted you to tell our audience about your classes. I'm actually might, I'm thinking about maybe I'll sign up for one of your classes because I'd like to really, you know, work on myself and study that. So tell us about yeah. when you do your classes and what they're all about and how that all works. Uh, I, my new class is on Thursday evenings. Tomorrow night we're starting a uh, class one. Uh, I sell them in six weeks blocks. It's an ongoing thing, but mm-hmm. um, it's spiritual unfoldment circle it covers a lot of the basics the things that you need to know about spirit uh, about discerning between a lower entity and a highly evolved guide and stuff things of that uh, but it also gives you an opportunity to practice using your skills and um, sharing messages with each other and mm-hmm. um, it is really quite delightful if I even say so myself, I never know what's going to happen, but it's it's your class. Your need to know is what is discussed in the class, and every week everybody says, "Ooh, I was thinking about that this week," you know. And the guides come in and they give us uh, individual, well, lessons geared to the group that comes together because like does attract like, and so. Like-minded people are usually there, so yeah, it's good okay. like that. So, yeah. so, um, so the next class starts tomorrow, and if people are interested, they should what go to your website and sign up. And is it done by yep. Skype or is it Just done by a, uh, online? It's on. It's on Skype. We meet at eight o'clock, eight, 8 p.m. Okay. Uh, if you go to my website, JeanetteMeek.com, you'll find um, um, 
classes page, and there's a link there where you can send me a letter about it, and uh, I will send you all the information that you need. Uh, and uh, you can join at any time, but this is, you know, it's just week one of a six-week segment. Got it, got it. And um, I'll get back to you as soon as I can, yes, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Well, listen, uh, you've been a great guest, and I, I, I'm sorry I kept John for so long, but it just it's, okay. uh, to me, you know, what you're doing, you're doing great work, and it's fascinating, and I'm very, again, and our listeners, we thank the guides for being here and helping out. So thank you, and uh, God bless you, Jeanette, and uh, keep doing the good work you're doing, and I hope we're, I'll be in touch with you soon. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. It really was. I enjoyed myself. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you so Bye. much, and thank you, guys. Good night. Okay, folks, that's uh, Jeanette Meek, and her website is Jeanette, G-J-E-A-N-N-E-T-T-E-M-E-E-K.com, Jeanette Meek, and she's a wonderful lady, as you can tell, and she really does good work, and uh, she's been very helpful to me, and um, so I highly recommend her. She does great reading, so check her out and check out her classes. I'm actually going to go on her website later and see if I can get hop on there. Um, so that's uh, let me uh, take a quick break. We'll do the guys, guys guide and then we'll uh, let you all go and uh, we'll be back next week. So let's take a quick to the guys, guys, guys guide. So hang right on. All right, we're back. And uh, as I mentioned, time for the guys, guys guide. And um, this week is about aging. So let me just kind of give you a highlight on some of the things that I've learned um, how to do uh, how to age not only with grace, but healthfully, healthfully, because as, as we know, in today's world, you can't just keep doing the same thing the exact same way, particularly if you're a guy and you like to go out and live it up. You can't just uh, indulge all the time at a certain point and, and with our environment and with our food supply and everything else. At a certain point, you have to reassess and you have to make some adjustments and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a sign of maturity. And it's also, it'll help you with longevity. For me, I didn't get married till I hit 50 and then I had a kid a couple of years later and I decided, you know what, I better relook at everything because I love being, I like being married. I love being a dad. I love being married. I love being a dad. And, uh, I want to live a long, uh, healthy life and spend as many years as possible with my wife and my son. So I decided, let me relook at everything. And it's really made a big difference and it's helped me out. And I just want to share that with you folks. So number one is, um, Anger management. Um, one of the ways, you know, we get old quickly is if we get too pissed off and let the little things bother us and get angry because it just kind of, as you can understand, burns you up inside. And at a certain point, you know, I know in business it's tough and you don't want to get all bottled up either. And then when we're, you live in a city like New York and you got to ride the subway all the time, it's tough and people snap and there's a lot of anger out there. But you have to do your best to kind of process it and have channels and outlets and not let the little things get to you. So I like to go for a long run. I like to work out. I like to c express myself creatively. And humor is a great way of diffusing uh, anger also. I'm a work in progress. Uh, I still get pissed off at stuff, but uh, I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. And that's part of, that's, all, that's what you have to do, one step at a time. Another thing that's really key is uh, hydration. Because if you look at old people, you usually kind of shrivel up. And that's, that's dehydration. And uh, it's already been, uh, you know, studies have shown that 80% of Americans are dehydrated to begin with. So imagine as you age, how much more dehydrated you get. I noticed my parents, I have a dad who's 92 and uh, my mom's 87. And, you know, getting to have a glass of water is a, is a major effort. And uh, meanwhile, I have a huge pitcher of water that I'm uh, chugging down every day just to keep up with the, the hydration. And I kn know I'm not even taking in enough. So hydration is hugely important in terms of kind of stemming our uh, aging or at least making it more comfortable. Uh, rest and recuperation is interesting that Jeanette and the guys had mentioned that, you know, I got one of the reasons I got with pneumonia was to kind of slow me down and rest and, uh, you know, take stock in things. So uh, I was fortunate. I look at it as I look at it as a blessing. And um, that's how I took it. And I asked it to I honored it and asked it to leave. And sure enough, it did. And I also took the antibiotics. Um, no tobacco at a certain point, you got to drop tobacco and you got to, if not drop, cut way back on the alcohol intake because, uh, you know, as you age, you're just going to burn up brain cells and, uh, you can come up with a lot of other issues and you can't party the same way you did when you're in the twenties, when you're in the fifties, 
and beyond. So just you got to kind of uh, get that under control. Uh, exercise, you know, the body starts to break down. I know a lot of people my age, they can't run. They have bad knees. They have hip replacements, this and that. I'm lucky. I can do everything. Uh, and uh, But I know when I go out and do a long run, I listen to my body. I feel it. I know when, okay, that's enough. You did six miles. You did seven miles. You did eight miles. Don't go crazy. You know, and make sure you take enough time to recuperate, which I do. And it's helped me out. And as, as a result, I'm still running long distances and, uh, you know, I'm past 50. So I feel pretty darn good about that. And then last but not least, and almost the most important thing is to have a positive attitude. The you more youthful, positive, optimistic attitude you have, the better it is. I talk to a lot of guys my age and they're talking about retiring and, you know, they don't want to do anything anymore. And like, they talk about the good old days. I feel like in a lot of ways, I'm just getting started. And uh, I've got a ton of energy, almost more than ever. And I feel great. And uh, to me, the best is yet to come. And that's just how it's going to be. And I think that's important. And uh, anyhow, if you keep those things in mind, uh, I think I think it'll help. And I hope it'll help you because that's what we're all about. That's what we're all about. Better men, better world. Guys, guys, brand is all about when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. And uh, that's basically it. That's our show for this evening. We're back next week at our usual time, 7 p.m. on Wednesday. And uh, let me look up who our guest is next week so I can let you guys know. It is a writer, Marisha Ducharme. She has a very interesting book um, that we're going to talk about. It's also in the spiritual realm. I've got a lot of spiritual guests coming up and a lot of relationship experts, too. So we're booked right through December and we're growing and growing and growing on Guys Guys Radio. So uh, subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. I thank you and look forward to entertaining you again next week. And until then, remember what I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>